What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. And we go to our VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. We welcome in Brian Munson of Husker Online. Brian, how's it going? Long time no chat. What's up in your world? I was just laughing at that. Uh, the little who, who was that talking there about about having to maybe be restrained and being 48 years old and walking away? And who was that? That wasn't me. Was, that, was, it, was it Jay? Was that Jay? Was it Foreman? Well, uh, about being able to walk away from help me. No, help. did you did you guys hear the promo from the Colorado game about somebody telling him that he, he might have to he might have to get into a fight or whatever? Oh, that was oh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Up. We know that guy. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Oh, that was you, Strick. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I listen. I had to say why I didn't. Want, I didn't go. Like I actually had uh, opportunities to pull tickets, and I knew that if I went in there. But let me let me just give you a quick example. Um, I went to the Oklahoma game last year, right? And I almost wanted to pull my hair out, and I don't have hair, and so <laughs> I I I knew that they were. You know, Colorado fans are nasty, and I knew that if I went in there and it got frustrating. And we ended up coming up short. Somebody could have said the wrong thing, bumped into me wrong, or did something, and then I would have ended up, you know, possibly uh, in the paddy wagon. So that's why I left it alone. I got a, I got a really nice offer to go as well. Forty-five yard line, forty rows up behind the Nebraska bench, and I was in the so it was my birthday, and maybe that's the reason why I was related. Happy birthday! Straight, related straight birthday. Was Forty-eight, and I turned forty-nine on Saturday. Not so be fifty. I, Forty-eight's in my. You're fifty. I'll be fifty. I'll be fifty in November. Okay, but but forty-eight's in my rear view, and I'm I was maybe shedding a tear over that, but I I've done the same, and I tell you what, along the same lines as like Colorado fans, them them fans in Lubbock, they, oh, they're not yeah. much better. They're <laughs> not much better, man. I'll oh tell yeah. You what, yeah, the Lubbock Lubbock was rough. I had a couple rough trips out there, and the seventy to ten game in particular. 
that there was almost paddy wagon time for for old Brian. <laughs> Trust me, that was that was a bad night. Oh wow! Well, we're glad you didn't make it in the paddy wagon, and you're still here with us. Thank you for joining us today. Let's talk Huskers, man. Get them, get them, get him. We about to, we we about to jump on you and see if you uh you can fight back right now. Yeah, Brian. Let's let's start with this: the simple fact that Nebraska's zero and two. They they have their first home game coming up this weekend. What's the message for this coaching staff to the recruits that are going to be in town? Is it? Still, hey, here's the vision. Here's how we see you. This is how we develop you. Is it trying to instill a little bit of the savior complex? Hey, you're the piece we need. What's the messaging like for the coaching staff with recruits in town for official visits this weekend? Well, I mean, to me, uh, you you still have a very positive kind of way of, of framing up the Minnesota game. I mean, Nebraska should not have lost that game. I mean, I don't know how... I don't know how radically different things would be right now if Nebraska won that game 13 to 10 versus losing it 13 to 10. Um, but you know, I think I think that the the thing about right now with these Huskers are is that they are battle tested. They have been to a couple of places, played on some national television. They have had a chance to to let the butterflies show. They've had a chance to let maybe even like the surroundings get the best of them a little bit. Maybe that's maybe that's what was under the hood with, with Jeff Sims a little bit. Maybe that's what's gotten to to the players in a couple of these uh, other penalties and other bad situations with procedures and just kind of kind of things where you're kind of caught up in that moment. Um, I, I think I think Nebraska is is better for having gone through what they've gone through. I know that people are probably out there kind of shaking their heads and rolling their and rolling their eyes a little bit because I do believe that there are still things that kind of exist in front of this team that I don't see how or how this isn't going to be an ongoing issue. But as far as the recruits this Saturday, I, I basically would tell them this: Nebraska didn't open up with a couple of cu- a couple of cupcakes, and and there are other teams around the country that 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 do. Nebraska is going to be better off for what they've gone through. They're going to they're going to demonstrate that now, kind of moving forward. They've got a they got an excellent opportunity to kind of get a chance to maybe get that win on Saturday night. Although NIU is a, still a very good football team, um, and I think it's going to be one of those things where obviously the work is in progress. Uh, they they see they those guys that are in the class now have got to see their futures. They've got to they've got to see that there's going to be a a plan for them that there's that there's a way for them a path almost to like get on the football field because th- obviously they want to be part of this solution they they want they want to be part of the answer they want to be they would be one of the reasons why they didn't lose those games you know uh, earlier on in the season so Nebraska has to tell those guys that basically nothing has changed that they're that they're that they're still moving forward they wish they would have got one of those two or both of those games. And now the, the the sites and the focus are on the rest of the season and getting those guys to Lincoln as soon as possible to help them, you know, completely, you know, keep this turnaround going. One big target for Nebraska this cycle still is Brandon Baker, the big offensive tackle out of modern day. Announced yep. a commitment date. It, it's coming here at the end of the month. Will he be in town for this game or will it be Louisiana Tech? It's actually going to be this weekend. Uh, I think that's what he announced on Twitter, unless I'm saying that completely wrong. I think this weekend's the 16th, right? Yes. Yeah, my mm-hmm. birthday was the 9th, yeah. So he, he announced on Twitter the, this weekend that it was going to be September 16th, uh, which makes sense. It's a 6 o'clock game. I mean, you can you can get guys in from all over the country, you know, to, to, to be there in time for that game. That's always the challenge 
with Lincoln, just because those guys most of the time have to travel into Omaha, then you have mm-hmm. to kind of tack on the hour long kind of trip, you know, trip from Omaha to Lincoln and, you know, and it makes it makes it really difficult for like an 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock start for those guys, depending on wherever there's they're traveling in from. But but six o'clock start, you know, coming from the West Coast, you're going to get there in time. And that that's really a nice weekend for him to kind of get up there. Um, but, yeah, it'll be this weekend. And right now, I mean, we don't know a lot about the names of the other visitors that are going to be there. And what's going to be one of the segments of my three and out, though, on Wednesday, because you're dancing all over it right now, is that Nebraska has probably two of their top remaining targets, one for each of the, the next two classes with Brandon Baker and Alex Mansky mm. coming in that weekend. So it's a big recruiting weekend because there's probably you know not a more important uh, recruit on Nebraska's list on their on their big board than Brandon Baker because mm-hmm. his path to the football field is show up you know and learn the offense and, and that's literally what kind of talent you're talking about right there uh, and then uh, of course Alex, with Alex Mansky you know he's really been you know treated as that number one top quarterback you know prospect for Nebraska on their board in the class of 2025. Also on the offensive line, a guy we haven't heard from, we think we were supposed to by now, Grant Bricks. Any update on on him and why no commitment yet? So, yeah, Grant Bricks. um, Man, I tell you what, so two weeks ago was the last time I spoke with him. He called me, and he kind of let me know that it was going to be, you know, in the next couple, three weeks. And I told him I'm not going to call him for two weeks. So last, last night was the first night. Actually, it was the week before Labor Day, excuse me. Um, and I hadn't called him for two weeks and I finally reached out to him last night and said, Hey bud, am I going to hear from you this week? And, and I didn't hear anything. And I, I really feel like, um, this is still a, a, a decision that he's struggling with for, you know, reasons that people probably would maybe not necessarily agree with, but he's, you know, he, he doesn't want to disappoint anybody. He doesn't want to let anybody down. He doesn't, he isn't looking forward to making those tough phone calls. I mean, Imagine calling Nick Saban, you know, and having to tell him no or potentially, you know, rule or, you know, or uh, Venables, you know, tell him that they're tell him that he's not coming. So I, I, I can understand, you know, that, that this is, you know, the biggest decision that he's had to make in his life so far. And he's going to call some very important people, the people that have done nothing wrong. He just is choosing to do something else than what they want him to do. And that part. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Party right, right there for him makes it very, very difficult. But I, I think he's closing in on the decision. Um, I know some people kind of tell me that it's down to three schools. I'll tell you, the last time I talked to him, Alabama was still at least being being a word that he was muttering. Um, it, it definitely came up that he had not been to an Alabama game, even though he's talking like he doesn't want to take any more visits before he makes a decision. So I, I think it could be next week. I think it's going to be sometime in the next week and a half. I kind of predicted it was going to be this week. It's not looking real positive yet. I guess, you know, I guess it's really only Monday, but mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe you'll hear something this week, but I, I got a, I got a feeling you'll hear something by like maybe next weekend. 
We're talking with Brian Munson of Husker Online here on our Allo VIP line, uh, brought to you by Allo Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Quarterback's been a big topic of conversation. You just mentioned Mansky, but the guy in the 2024 class for Nebraska, Brian, is Daniel Kalen, who really hasn't gotten off to the hottest of starts for Bellevue West through four games this season. I know you wrote yeah. a little bit about previewing the Bellevue West versus West Side game. Warriors end up taking down the Thunderbirds in a romp. What's going on at Bellevue West? Injuries, inconsistency, looking to kind of catch that stride. I mean, you, you missed McMorris basically for two games. You bring McMorris mm-hmm. back, and now Davon Hall is getting an MRI today on his arm. Uh, um, you know, it's it's not been a great season just because you've had these inconsistencies with lineups and personnel and you know you're you're looking for a defense to generate i mean looking for defense defense to to make a stop to generate some turnovers to help the offense out a little bit the offense is sputtering it sounds like a familiar story with what's going on there in lincoln a little bit with the with the struggling offense but i i think that you know smart money though is still on you know wws to kind of get some get some things going they're just looking to kind of lock in the chemistry a little bit and and, and and I I don't know necessarily if it if it it's not going to help you know not having Dave on Hall so maybe it's not going to happen you know quite as quite as quickly as what they need it to um, but yeah they're 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 struggling and I think it's just because I think there's there's a lot of a lot of pressure there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are that are watching those guys I can't remember the I can't remember the last time or even if there's been a time where Nebraska had commitments from three guys on the same football team. I'll have to maybe go back and take a look at my records to see if I can find anything like that. But it, it's um, it's it's certainly an, an interesting you know time for those guys because of the skill position, the positions that they play, the skill position, uh, skill positions, and obviously that that mic, that offense has been under a microscope all all fall uh, all fall all season so far. Does it does it dull the shine for Nebraska at all? The the fan perspective, I'm sure, is you know wondering. But from the coaching staff perspective. Is there any sort of, you know, what did we get ourselves into? Are we sure these are our guys? Or are they still pretty confident in that it is just chemistry and they'll find their stride? Well, I'll tell you, the, well, I mean, from the comments I've read, because I, I run a story every, it's usually every Monday, sometimes it's on Tuesdays. I mean, with Labor Day last weekend, it was it was a Tuesday story. So I'd like to try to get it up tonight, just depending on when the stats get done. But I know there's definitely some people that are keeping their eyes on the stats they're 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 wondering a little bit you know about why things are people are underperforming and it's not just those three guys i mean mm-hmm. there's there's a there's a number of guys that actually are are that are underperforming you know as, as far as this class goes um i wouldn't want to name names necessarily i mean but i would tell you that the the bellevue west guys are, are repeatedly called out and and I think that I even mentioned, like in Tunnel Talk, you know, talking to Ja'Cory Barney when I put his stats in front of him, that he wasn't too fond of, what, of the numbers that I was showing to him. And he actually, you know, was pretty surprised about it and said that his numbers were trash. Um, and he's, you know, he, he's a guy that took that as a personal challenge. I know he caught at least one touchdown last week, but I don't know what the rest of his stats were. But, I mean, I, I, I think that I think there's a couple of guys that have some really, really, really good stats this year. You know, Carter Nelson, Kiwan Lacey. One guy, low key, I really, really like what he's doing. You know, defensively, uh, Carlin Jones. You know, and what he's got going on in Bay City, Texas. He's he's having a really disruptive, you know, type of season playing defensive tackle, defensive line for them. So I I, I do think that there are some guys having some exceptional years, and I think there's some guys right now that are just kind of 
kind of struggling. And then obviously there's a, a number of guys that are that are out with injuries. You know, you're, you're missing uh, Preston uh, Talmua. Uh, I was just told last week that Rex Guthrie got hurt. He's done for the season. Um, you know, uh, Ian Flint is another player that, that nobody really understood what was kind of going on with him. And, and he actually caught up with me last week and, and he had surgery and he's out now with a, with a, you know, with a, with trying to come back by week five, I think is what he was talking about. So you got them and Evan Taylor tore his ACL and his MCL in the first game. I mean, it's just been, there's been some bad luck and, and, and obviously if it's not bad luck injury wise, it's there's, there's some bad luck just trying to get things going production-wise so far. Last thing for you then, Brian, on that kind of big picture. I know we're only two games into, you know, the Matt Rule era at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Is it too early to to question, uh, you know, their ability to, to scout talent, to find those right guys for their roster, given, you know, some of the struggles of guys that are currently playing for Nebraska? Or is, is it too early? Is it, you know, just panic because the football team's 0-2 and, and everything's being called into question? You know, so if there is one thing to kind of feel good about, it's it's that, you know, the number of young guys that are seeing the football field, they have really caught my eye. And I, I think that that's something to feel extraordinarily good about. Um, and I think that, that that maybe Nebraska, or at least the staff, has, a, has, has an eye for the type of talent that they're looking for. They know what they're looking for. And I think I think what you really what you really ran into, you know, last week it was a buzzsaw. Um, two and a half quarters, Nebraska played pretty good. There was that long throw down the down the far sideline going right to left that really after that it seemed like everything spiraled downward for Nebraska. Um they really they they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't keep that play in front of them and then they failed to keep a lot of plays after that in front of them and that really challenged them the rest of the game. But I think that I think that what Nebraska has got going right now is that they've got some young guys that are stepping up and I think they got some other guys that you'll continue to start seeing them as the season progresses. I think that that tells a very positive story to the players that are in the class that they're going to get an early look, you know, early in their careers. Um, and uh, and I think that that's something to be excited about. I think that's about you know playing the type of football that Matt Rule and his staff want to play. And I, I think that honestly, like I said, it you're not going to see it immediately that, you know, there's a positive here from the 0-2 start, but I think that those two environments couldn't have been more difficult. They, 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 they really, it really couldn't have started out worse, just on the road, two games, Dion, you know, catching this, catching that, that big win at, at Fort Worth and carrying that, carrying that momentum over into, into Boulder. And, you know, PJ Fleck just always seems to have something, you know, for Nebraska, but yeah, I, 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 I think that the team in the long run could be better off for, for what just happened to them. It's just a matter of kind of using those as, as learning circumstances and learning situations and moving on. Brian, plenty more we could ask you, but we know you're working hard, plenty on your uh, your other burners, so appreciate you finding time to fit us in. Um, what's up for, from you on, on, on three that people can go check out that we didn't talk about? I do have some updates coming. I got a couple guys out there in Duncanville. I haven't run their stories yet. I ran Cortez Mills, 2025 wide receivers coming in for the Michigan game. I ran that yesterday. And then I think what we're going to start seeing here is we're going to start seeing more and more names trickle out about who the visitors are going to be on Saturday night. So keep it tuned there. You can go up there to the football recruiting drop down. Click on the visitors tab and make sure you're looking through the various years because they won't all just pop up. You know, if they're if they're if they're coming in, you got to go through the 24, 25, 26 drop down. So 
something to kind of remember on that. But as I get that information, I'll be dropping top-level threads on Red Sea Scrolls as well as updating the database. There you go. Go check it out, Husker Online. Go find it. Brian, as always, appreciate the time. Have a good rest of your week, man. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Brian joins us on our VIP line brought to you by Aloe Fiber, where we understand the importance of exceptional service with local heart. Lots to chew on there. We'll take a break. Uh, Husker Hall of Famer waiting next door. Jay Foreman in the house. We'll bring him in, cross it over to wrap up on the block next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.